Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Hilltop Love Podcast. Today we have the pleasure of speaking with Tiffany J, also known as the Super Dope Chick, a talented graphic artist, regular artist, author, and entrepreneur. Tiffany J is a soulful artist that overcame depression to embrace her unique journey. From church roots to entrepreneurship, she's a multifaceted talent. And as a solo artist since 2012, her self-esteem movement empowers the youth. Her latest album, Soul Bird Sessions Live, hit number eight on iTunes. And beyond music, she created Super Beauty and Handsome Hero, which both appeared on BET and Good Morning America and has earned numerous accolades. She's committed to charity work and was recognized as the best artist in 2022 by the Columbia Neighborhood Awards. Columbia declared the 20th, 2022, Tiffany J. Day, marking her 10 years as a solo artist. Anticipate her ever-evolving creative journey, and we just want to say thank you for being here today with us. Oh, How are thank you? you so much for the invitation. I'm great. I'm good. <laughs> I mean, you do so much. You know, we got to make sure you mentally. No, I'm, I'm, I'm just a regular person. No hey, lie, I know. literally, like, look up to you. People don't notice. I really do. Because you do so much. Seriously, you are one of the most uh, rounded creatives I know. Like, you have a lot of different talents if you didn't know. Oh, Like, you. if you don't, you know, embody that, you have a lot. I mean, I mean I'm mean, i looking up to you, and you have a great <laughs> I mean, well, I, I appreciate it, but yeah. you, have, you have as many of you know, creative talents. So. I can say that I'm learning, like, branding from you like I've watched how you've grown and branded yourself okay and how you help other people brand so I definitely appreciate that the creative I side appreciate I appreciate that notation too thank you so tell people a little bit about yourself because some people don't know what all you do um where you're from if you have any siblings okay so Tiffany J no space I charge people extra when they mess up my name. But uh, Tiffany J, uh, my real name is Tiffany. What's, what's funny about the no space thing is J is actually my middle initial. Oh. However, my brand name is Tiffany J, one word. Um, but I'm from Columbia, South Carolina. I'm born and raised. I love living in Columbia. Uh, I graduated from Kenan High School. I am a graduate of Columbia College. I got a Bachelor of Science degree in Computer Science. I got a Master of Fine Arts in Media Design. That's what I'm talking about. Um, yeah. I have a little experience teaching and, you know, about to get back into the classroom. Uh, I have a, what I call my full-time business is my graphic design firm, TJ's Elements, which is almost 15 years old. I started that business my senior year of undergrad school. Um, Music, however, is my very first love, I would have to say. Um, I always remember music in some form or fashion. I remember my earliest uh, rejection moment was because of music. Mm. I was five years old, and I wanted to join the church choir, but you had to be six, and they told me no. And I remember <laughs> it to this day, and I wrote about it in my book. But I always loved music. Um, and I'm sure we'll get into whatever with the questions. But the reason I really wanted to jump into pursuing music is because I absolutely loved being in church and watching my mom sing every Sunday. It wasn't her singing that necessarily wanted me to, you know, follow in that path. But it was the reaction and the um, 
flow of people coming to her after service saying how she touched them. Mm. And I always wanted to touch people through the work that I did. So um, other than that, I'm an author. I love the kids. I love mentoring. I love uh, just helping people embrace their uniqueness. Um, because after I kind of discovered who I was and flew with that, mm. you know, I overcame depression. Um, suicide contemplation and attempts. So I'm just all about helping people become uh, their individual unique selves and and just understanding that, you know, they're great and just do them. Yeah, so that's me in a nutshell, I think. Now, what, uh, <laughs> what church, you're from Columbia, what church did you attend growing up? Uh, First Nazareth Baptist Church. It's uh, a fairly large church now. It's on the corner of Jervan Millwood, so in Waverly. Yeah. Um, around Benedict yeah. and Allen. Yeah. So that's my home church. I still am a member at First Nazareth, but I'm also a, a music director. I was about to say praise and worship leader, but I recently got a promotion. So I'm music director now okay. at Mention Church of Northeast. So, yeah. Hey. I love it. So let's talk about the Super Dope Kick. Where'd you get that name? Where did that name originate from? You know what? I don't know, and I wore my super dope chick shirt today. Yep. Um, Branding. Yep. I don't (laughs) know exactly where it came from, but I wrote a song called Super Dope Chick. And it was around the same time I was creating and releasing the Super Beauty brand uh, to the masses. Mm -hmm. And because I wanted people to understand I'm not Super Beauty, I had to come up with me a little name Mm -hmm. to kind of go about it. So I wrote the song Super Super Dope Chick. I uh, started calling myself that and just it just kind of stuck. So and it's super with an A. So S U P A, everything else is spelled correctly. So you basically just like created your own lane. Oh yeah. What is that like? Tell us that as a creative. Because I know some creatives, they're like stuck. They're like, okay, this there's nowhere for me to go. But so for like me that. I had to start in a place. I think sometimes as creatives, we have a lot going on in our brain at one time, and we try to do everything at one time or launch everything at one time. You can't do that. You got to... I like to call my businesses and my projects my babies. Um, And if you think of the concept as you're having... You got this infant. You're going to take care of your infant more than you take care of your teenager, per se. You know, you can't leave your infant home alone. Whereas you can leave a 13-year-old home alone. So I started building avenues upon avenues after one was already established. So it's easier for me to have several things under my belt because I don't have to take the intimate time with my older projects Mm -hmm. as I do with my newer things. So it looks like you're doing all this at once, but really you're strategically staggering. Right, when you have systems in place, when you... um, the business can kind of work its own without me paying attention to, you know, it's still yeah. flourishing or flowing um, while I'm building on something else. Now, are you a solo one-man show? No. So, um, some things, it's just me. But I have to acknowledge, and that that's really a misconception about me. Because uh, somebody was like, yeah, Tiffany don't work with nobody. Like, with music, I can't do none of my music stuff alone. Right. Like, there's always, if if nothing else, look at my musical journey. It's not just me. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm a, I personally don't like performing with tracks. That's just a me thing. So if I'm always somewhere with a band, I ain't playing instruments behind me. Right. You know? 
I co-produce and I have producers for records. You know, I I can engineer, but I don't mix. Somebody got to mix. Somebody got to master. Mm-hmm. Um, my sister, though, you asked about siblings earlier. My sister is literally my go-to. Like everything that I have, she's always my hands-on person. She's literally mm-hmm. your twin. She, my she looked just like you. She really? is your twin. Yeah, I saw her. You know, people like, used to ask, ask us that when we were young. We're two years apart. My Aww. little sister. But um, you know, she'll fuss about because I'm a big procrastinator. Really? It's part of the creative thing. Huge procrastinator. Say it. Say it. Yeah. <laughs> um, That's right. You struggle. You gotta you gotta find And my sister like likes order. She like all the plans. And mm. like if something come up, Sierra, can you um go? Now I told you to have this stuff in order. <laughs> like just go to the store. Like Let's do this for you me. know, we in the heat of the moment. So um my sister is literally my go-to, and I have a little cousin, Zarya who has um, assisted me with music stuff, uh, working uh, vendor tables uh, with my super beauty brand. Her and Sierra have been there from the start. My cousin Zaria has always been a part of my beauty boot camp. Um, I have a mascot performer. That don't be me and super beauty. I mean, sometimes it is. But if you see both of us together, how many mascot and I'm next to it? You know what I mean? I got a mascot performer. Like, there is a team behind Tiffany J. Yeah. Oh man. Okay. Yeah. So it ain't it ain't just me. <laughs> now I'm a great leader. Uh-huh. I will say that I had to learn to accept that I'm a great leader and I'm great with communicating with different styles of people because everybody doesn't understand the same line the same way. Yeah. So I'm I'm great with um leading and making sure everybody understands you know what's same going page. on. What's your yeah. sign? I knew it was coming. I was about to say you. Must I knew it was coming. I was gonna say either Aries or maybe Taurus, but yeah. I knew it was coming. I'm Aries. My sister's a Taurus. Oh, there you go. Okay. And y'all, y'all balance each other. Y'all, yeah. y'all like kind of a diode. Yeah, like me, my sister is literally the closest person to me, and um, like I'm not an argumentative person at all. I will argue with my sister all day. Sure. But you ain't about to argue with my sister. <laughs> like, it, it like you know, I'm not gonna argue well, with nobody else. I probably argue. With most, but no, we. You think you gonna stand between me and my sister? Mm-hmm. No, yeah. or you think you gonna go against my sister? Mm-hmm. And I, not step up. <laughs> like people think she's the mean one. She's kind of mean. She back but up. I got I got that mean up. streak too. But if it comes down to a fight, I'm gonna fight first. So that's what it is. Just please don't play with it. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> please that's don't right. play. I said I'm from Columbia, Columbia College Drive area, to be exact. So y'all know. <laughs> <laughs> Just so y'all know. Oh, man. <laughs> so out of all your brands and all the things, different things you yeah. do, you said music is your heart and soul. Mm-hmm. I mean, but what do you like about the graphics and providing that for other people? So I feel like I was placed on earth not for me. Um, it's a lot of desires and wants that I have, and I had to come to an understanding that God placed me here to serve other people. So I feel like with everything that I do, my mission is to create and help people create to become their best selves. So with graphics, um, I I stand tall in it because I self-taught myself. Mm-hmm. Self-taught myself. I taught yes, myself. When I when I started graphics, I was getting a degree in computer science. Oh, wow. Right. Like 
And the reason I kind of started looking into graphics is because we were learning how to code websites. And I wanted to know, how can I make this website visually appealing without yep. using code? You know, that's the best uh, devs is developers that end up having to go into design. Yeah. Like, <laughs> so, and then no. a lot of people think they go together, but they're two no. totally different things. Two different parts of your brain. Two, two different exactly. backgrounds. Two different, like, like even when you go to this, I'm, I'm a web guy. This is okay. Yeah. 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 <laughs> right up there. And when you, when you go to a conference, it's two different groups of people. Exactly. Like, they might be there, but it's, it's there, and then the project manager's over to the side because they don't know anything. <laughs> right, 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 right. <laughs> no, exactly, because I feel like I'm a techie and an artsy yeah. person. Like, when I was in school, my dream job was to become a math teacher. I absolutely love math. Mm, really? Absolutely mm. love math. When did you find sense. that out? Elementary school. Seriously? Like, <laughs> I took two credits to high school from middle school. Like, my minor oh, was math God, in you college. Yeah, you were math. Like, <laughs> you were mathing. I'm, I wanted to be a math teacher really okay. bad. I ended Comps up teaching um, math at Virginia College for a little bit. Oh, wow. But I absolutely love math, but I'm a creative. Mm -hmm. Like, I have both of those brains. You hurt me right now. So creative. That's so weird because I'm a creative and I hate math, but when I'm painting, math is like numbers. I'm when glad I you said that because oh. recently I had to go to um, Sanders Middle School. Uh -huh. The math teacher there is a friend of mine, and she asked me to come talk to her students about how math is used in graphic design. Mm -hmm. And I said, until you asked me to do this, I didn't realize I use math every day mm -hmm. in graphics. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So just, um, you're just doing until you yeah. try to draw sacred geometries. Yes, it is a concept. Yes. and right. then when you're doing it with a, like like a straight edge and a yeah. <laughs> like, right, right, another right, thing. thing. You don't got that ruler. Mm -hmm. Right. You need that math. And then when the stuff ain't in the center, <laughs> like it's supposed to be in the cabinet. So yeah, you need the math. Man, that's interesting. Um, man, okay. So obviously you do a lot. You're okay. very multifaceted. Do everything but dance, just for the record. Oh, so you don't dance. <laughs> I, I got rhythm, but I don't really do choreography and stuff well. Okay. All right. So there's yeah. some there's one thing you don't do. You yeah. aren't doing choreography. Um <laughs> so this is the big what 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 influenced you? To do what? What's origin like, story? What's what? your, yeah, like how did you get onto the track of 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 becoming this person that is being honored by the super city of Columbia kid. and super dope? Because like it seems like you were Yeah, I didn't even know they did that. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's a, proclamations. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean, I mean, I guess, yeah. Do that. We, we yeah. this is your, our your second, second guest that has a, a day in Columbia. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Now I had before I had Tiffany J Day. We actually got Buddies Not Bullies Week. Our second year, we did the Buddies Not Bullies rally at the State House. Okay. Oh. So they designated that whole week in Men's Super Beauty Designer. Mm. So yeah, that the Tiffany J Day is mm. my second proclamation. Oh, good God! But that you know that one got a little more flavor. Yeah. Tiffany J yeah. Day. Yeah. yeah. You know yours in particular. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but um. I guess with me, because a lot of who I am is me overcoming. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. So with me falling into depression as a young child, mm -hmm. attempting suicide at 12, mm -hmm. um, I started learning how to express myself a lot more after that incident. Mm -hmm. So I was always kind of creative. I played trumpet on band as well. Um, so I was always like a creative musical person, <laughs> somebody that liked I like style. I don't like to say I like fashion. I like style. <laughs> um, I was always different. I, I saved my report card money for sneakers. Like, I was always a sneaker girl. 
Um, but I think I started writing songs when I was 14. And it was my way to express and to heal. Mm -hmm. So by the time I still write in that way, I'm I'm writing about something to help me heal from something that I think by the time the masses hear it, I'm over it, but I'm helping the masses heal. So I've I've been inspired by just a healing and overcoming journey. But people that I look up to, um, I absolutely adore and I call my mentor Angie Stone. Mm-hmm. And the reason I look up to her and entitle her as my mentor is because she comes from where I come from. Yeah. Um, she's from Columbia, but we both grew up in the same church. So she grew up with my mom. I grew oh, up with wow. her daughter. Wow. Um, her daughter went to Kenan too. But we we all have roots at First National Baptist Church. Yeah. And to see her where she has gone, it gives me an eyesight of where I could go mm-hmm. because she comes from the same same, same place. Yeah, same beginnings. Um, I love Angie Snow. I love uh, music Soul Child. I, mm-hmm. I love a lot of 70s music, a lot of... I like 80s music, but I like a lot of soul and... Yeah. I like, like substance. Like that, the, mm-hmm. the college and I love, I love storytelling. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I just grasp inspiration from my surroundings. Mm. Like, I, I just want tomorrow to be better than today. I think we, we have this little thread going on today of service um, and yeah. learning, uh, serving others, and then also learning from the people around you and bringing, bringing that past forward. Um, and I know you're just talking about some of your musical influences. I just have to ask, so like, like musically growing up in your home, what type of music was being played? I'm glad you asked that question. Um, because like I said, my mom sang in church a lot, yeah. but my mom was a big Motown. So she yeah. played played a lot of Motown. I was literally on Facebook the other day. We were talking about uh, an American Dream. That's the Jackson Five story. Yeah, like I remember when that debuted when I was a child. And um, at this time, my parents are divorced. Um, but at this time, my parents were still married. We put together me and my sister's twin beds because it was a three night. <laughs> Mini yeah, series. I remember. Yeah. And it was either on ABC or CBS, but we pushed our twin beds together and the whole family watched it every night in the room. I remember vividly oh. when that docu uh, or mini series movie came out. Um, but she listened to a lot of Motown. My dad, however, is a, a big funk type person. And my dad had this compilation CD I used to listen to almost every day when I got home from school. And the song, Sun is Here by Sun. If you don't know it, go look it up. Oh. Sun is Here by Sun made me want to be a musician. Oh, you Absolutely listen. wanted, made me want to be a musician. So my dad had more of an eclectic taste in music. Yes. My mom had more of a traditional, you know, gospel, mm-hmm. Motown She's a singer. Type. So it makes sense. And she's a it singer. Yeah. But like some of the stuff that he would listen to was more... I don't want to say more musical, but it just gave me another, it was out of the box yeah. of what everybody is listening to. Mm-hmm. You, got the so, yeah. you did. So, you yeah. got you got you got to see the you got the good pop balance in music. And then you also got that, I always like to say, you know, I like when people say eclectic and stuff. I, weird. Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, because my dad used to listen to stuff like Tears for Fear. See what I'm saying? You know what yeah, I mean? yeah, so, yeah. Like, yeah. And he rides in the car like. <laughs> like hitting his finger on See, the See, I already with. know. It's, you're like, like, Daddy, what you doing, Daddy? But I like that music. Keep playing. Play it that one time. Yeah, so I, I had a good a good variety mix in the house. 
That's good. And do you think that's something um, specifically for creatives? Because I always got to bring this into it. Our podcasts, of course, are for millennials trying to learn how to adult, trying yeah. to learn how to be better at whatever they do, whatever their craft is, um, uh, whatever their business may be, whatever industry they work in. And I know as a creative, I always like to, um, when we talk to folks, see if they understand or if they think this is important to have a varied amount of experiences as a creative. Do you think that is something that helps to build you up to be a stronger creative, to not to have a, a variety of things in front of you to pull from? I do, because the saying is art imitates life, right? Oh, and we, we 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 pull from life like mm -hmm. the way people connect to art. Art has to transcend soul some type of way. Mm. In order for people to relate to that, you have to pull from an experience. Mm. Like, I don't think art is as authentic as it could be if it's not drawn from some situations. Like, when I when I first started writing songs, mm -hmm. in particularly, I could not write a song if I did not experience it or if I did not want to experience it. Mm. I struggled with... Um, being skilled enough to come from another place. Now I can just kind of sit down and write a song, yeah. but that comes with skill and experience and things like that. But the natural gift came from experience or what you want to be experienced or what you've seen somebody experience. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So I think uh, gravitating toward life experience, whether it's your own or not, um, can help create any type of art. Man, that's a good point. All right, again, another thread that we're dealing with today. So this is, all right, because especially nowadays, um, we always like to talk about the youth and specifically what you do and your influence on the youth because you are still a youth. Like, people don't, like, I always tell them, you ain't old yet. Oh, I mean, don't, I don't ain't you old dare. yet. Don't you, don't you start. I will, I'm going to rebuttal that. Go ahead. You, you want to remember that? <laughs> so, at my home church, I was I was hired to teach the young adult choir for our young adult day, right? Okay. And sometimes older people in the church, there is a difference between a youth and a young adult. I got okay? you. I got you. Youth is the 18 and under. Uh -huh. Okay? Uh -huh. She got up there and said, it's youth day. And what would our youth think? You talking about these grown people up here paying their own bills? I am not a youth. <laughs> now, I'm still young. But youth, I just feel like that's the minors that don't take care of themselves. <laughs> like, don't call me no youth if I don't got the same responsibilities at home as you. Yeah, yeah, like, no. give me that respect. Yeah. And that's just more like, I like how you church said that. hurt. I, I like how you said that. I like how you said that. Oh, man. All right. I'm stealing that from you now. All right. But yeah, I mean, you got like, the money in the, and power. No, exactly. You got money and power. Yeah. So, But in the sense of in the music industry, mm -hmm. right, they, they tend to put the youth as... There's a marketing range. Right. And that's what I'm prefer referring mm -hmm. to, the marketing range. Um, now, most of the youth in that marketing range, you're looking from 25 under, right? They always look at people 25 and older, and they say, well, you're old. You don't know what's going on. You don't know what's hip. You don't know what's happening out here in the street. You don't know my experience. Y'all know about life. Matter of fact, y'all are doing stuff wrong. You haven't figured it out, because if you haven't figured it out yet, y'all would y'all have been so hot that I would have been paying attention to you. So you start looking at the age of the songwriters. This is... That's where I'm coming from. So what I'm asking you is specifically as being somebody who works in the industry and doing all of that work from, from top to bottom, songwriting, instrumentation, et cetera, do you run into any of those issues of having to um, jump over hurdles of communication when it comes to youth who are involved in yeah. the industry? So um, there is a disconnect mm -hmm. that I have to agree with. I think even outside of industry, there is just a disconnect. Great. 
with, you know, what's what's crazy to me is that the youth, Mm -hmm. the 25 and under, Mm -hmm. look the same age as the 25 (laughs) and older. So (laughs) the issue is we all come together. We don't even really know who youth and who ain't. Cause oh, like, I got out. some some. I don't even know if to call them peers, but I got a, some little friends in, that's singing and stuff. Yeah. They like ten years older than me, but you wouldn't know us sitting together. That's what I was saying. <laughs> so, so how do you? It's like whatever they saying is nonsense because like we all here together. You know <laughs> yep. what I mean? We yep. wearing the same clothes. Yep. We talking the same way. Mm-hmm. Now we might have a little bit more wisdom, but that's because of life experience. Mm-hmm. Like when you get here, you'll understand what you was you saying now ain't really all of what it's cutting out to be. But that's with every generation, though. Like, when we were younger, I couldn't wait to be grown. I mean, yep. But I, now I wish I was just, I wish I would have been a toilet I, I wish I was still going to school. Say it. Like, exactly. as a minor and come home and do homework and that's mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Do you think so, there's um, a way to... And, and I mean, don't to mean go to back off, traveling time? Do, do you, not to... Oh, stop! <laughs> Mike's like, yeah, sure. Yeah, I mean, sure, absolutely, yeah. Do you think that there's a way so to, like, I always like to say, I hate cycles um, Mm -hmm. because, like, I want to move forward, right? And and cycles almost (laughs) imitate that. (laughs) You just got to get, you got to push that orbit. You got to push that orbit, right? You got to push that orbit. It's still a circle, it's just a bigger circle. Do you think that there's a way, um, especially, like, because our generation, we have a little bit, we have a little, we have a a better understanding of what we're seeing, right? And since we have a better understanding of what we're seeing, do you think there's a way in which we can connect with the youth? Yes, understand where we come from. And we're going to push it past that. Meaning, we don't want you to have to think that us as quote-unquote elders don't understand you or don't know where you're coming from. Because, like, why are we still doing the same thing that was happening in the 60s and the 70s when the t- generations were coming together? And they're like, y'all don't understand us. I'm wearing my crazy hair. Like, we shouldn't have to do that anymore. Like, it would be, it would be remiss of us, like, it, to us, for, for us to look at somebody who's a younger, um, uh, a younger artist or a business entrepreneur and be like, nah, I don't like what you're doing. I don't think that rocks. Because we know better than that. We know that the youth have good ideas. We know that they have things that can push forward, right? And specifically you as a, because mm-hmm. hey, you're a maker, right? <clears throat> you, hmm. you help push things through. And so, Whatever you say and the things that come out of your mouth, people take it to be serious. That's why I was saying I had to take myself back for a second when I realized who was sitting down talking with us today. <laughs> I was like, yeah, yeah, of course. So do you think that there is a way? And if so, do you have any ideas or thoughts about how we could better communicate to our youth um, around these subjects? Absolutely. So um, just to kind of piggyback or revert back to my bio. So I started a a girls boot camp. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. I'm really big on mentorship, and I started this boot camp in 2014. Uh, we celebrated 10 years this year, but it's absolutely a way to connect with them. But our us, we have to prioritize the time to mentor them. And when you become a, a mentor, you open your mind and your uh, your time mm-hmm. to hear what they have to say. You can't. Um, Say, you know, we know a better way and y'all don't want to listen. You got to invest the time into just letting them talk and speak and then seeing eye to eye. But we have to prioritize the time to give to them to make, you know, us move forward. But it's definitely possible. We just have to, we have to prioritize and mentor. And a lot, yeah, a lot of us don't want to do that. Yeah. 
and make the space where they can feel comfortable with that. Right, right. You know, that's the other thing is the youth is always yeah. looking at, oh, yeah, y'all, y'all are doing it for real. I'm making yeah. this up as I go. Guess what? We all making it up. Yeah. yeah. We, we don't have any yeah. Yeah. Just creating yeah. that safe space for them to be like, no, we understand what you're saying, mm-hmm. but the time has to be carved out. You can't do this in passing. You yeah. can't do it with social media posts. Like, we literally have to carve out time and prioritize mentoring them. Mm. Talk about um, Super Beauty and Handsome Hero. So, Super Beauty and Handsome Hero. Super Beauty came first. She is uh, a character I created. Yeah. Fictional character who is a self-declared superhero. And she basically uh, promotes anti-bullying, self-love, and confidence. And the reason I created her was because I had the the boot camp for the girls. Mm -hmm. And at this time, uh, 2017, I had just released my very first book, but it was not a read for those girls. And I was like, I want to have something I can offer to this group that I'm tapping to. You know what I mean? So I was like, I'm going to do a children's book series. And with the children's book series, I was like, okay, I need a character. And I knew if I had a children's book, I wanted a mascot. So off top, I knew that. I did not have her name initially. Went to sleep, woke up, and I was like, I'm going to call her Super Beauty, right? After I named her, um, after me and my mom took turns trying to illustrate her, I, I actually won. But <laughs> I uh, I illustrated my character. But after, you know, right before her launch, official launch, I was reminded that one of my girls from camp years prior did a school project on me and called me Super Beauty. And I remember she sent me the project and I went into my email and I found the PDF of her project where she called me Super Beauty and said I had the power to make people feel good about themselves. And I was like, this is confirmation because I wasn't in the vein of thinking that that she planted a seed in me and wasn't even thinking of it. But I'm glad I I realized it before launch because I could give that credit where it was due. Mm -hmm. So somebody called me that and I in turn called my character that. Mm -hmm. So we we launched officially with um, our first book, the mascot, and uh, we launched the idea of our plush doll. Mm-hmm. And our plush doll says over 20 phrases that boost self-esteem. So she isn't just <laughs> a plush doll. She talks. Um, currently, we are sold out. We are in, <laughs> in production for some more. But Handsome Hero came later. Okay. And Handsome Hero came because when I was going to schools with Super Beauty, uh, boys was like coming up and getting high fives and hugs just as much as the girls were. And I was like, I didn't really anticipate that. So because they were attracted to her, I was like, let me do a boy character too. And my dad came up with the name Handsome Hero. He either said, call him Homeboy Hero or Handsome Hero. <laughs> <laughs> and I went with Handsome since we call her Beauty. Yep, so yep, yep. we went with Handsome Hero. And like, in addition to him also promoting self-love, confidence, and... Uh, and anti-bullying, he also promotes uh, leadership um, and education in boys. So a lot of times I think we as people ignorantly look at children and say, you should be this. Mm -hmm. Like if you, especially boys, if they're tall, they're going to automatically say, you should play ball. Yep. You know what I mean? Why he can't go be a a, a surgeon. Exactly. You know? (laughs) So Handsome Hero has more of a, um, a way to have boys understand that they can love music and math. They can love sports and science. Mm-hmm. You know, so that's our kind of lane with him. But we do have Handsome Hero Dogs. 
We got him in stock. He's, yeah. He speaks too. But Soup Beauty uh, dolls are just sold out. So of we just course. go to schools and events. Uh, shouts out to Talena Hall, who has been my mascot performer for Soup Beauty since launch. You know, if I'm in her, Soup Beauty gonna move a little bit. Y'all gonna be like, go Soup Beauty. But when she in it, it's a whole nother, it's like a professional dance. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. You know? Like you but said, she, you don't dance. You're yeah, dance. I don't dance. I will don't move. Do. Nah, I do a little shimmy. <laughs> and I got rhythm. Yeah. I'll be on yeah. beat. But I can't do all the the hip stuff. Uh-uh. <laughs> I got, I got my, the yeah, the TikTok, no. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and going hard. back to the youth, you tried to teach me some TikTok dances at choir rehearsal one time. I was like, no, it's not for me. <laughs> um, I, I can't catch up with it. But yeah, that's that's how they, they came to life. And um, those are, like, I don't have children currently. Mm. Um, I would love children one day, um, but I, I like to look at the Super Beauty Incorporated business as my legacy. Yeah. yeah. No, that's an excellent legacy. I yeah. mean, it's something that is Great necessary. Yeah, yeah, seriously. So, yeah. Talk about your, your music, transitioning to the music, the Soul Bird Sessions Live. Soul Bird Sessions Live. Great experience, you guys, if you didn't. Yeah, Tamaya actually worked um, with, grip. with work grip, grip on the jib. So, uh, oh, shouts yeah. out to Tamaya and Grip. Uh, it was dip. So, that whole day. The whole day. The whole so that particular day, the day we filmed and recorded this album. So it's a live R and B album. Yeah. But and 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 I did a documentary alongside it. But the day we filmed recorded was the sickest I have ever been in my life. No. Literally. You did it anyway. I had to. It was like so. So I in in January (laughs) of this year. I, um, well, I don't know when this is going to come out. So January 2023, um, <laughs> I launched a crowdfunding campaign for this. I had a goal of $20,000. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I need $20,000 to make this happen the way I see it. I raised between uh, donors, sponsorships, and grant money. I raised 18000 and something. Okay? Yep. First of all, thank yep. y'all. Yes. Yep. Thank y'all so much. Um, but because of all of the donations came in, I filmed it at ETV. Um, it's just so many factors. Like, I cannot be the reason this don't go on today. Understood. I cannot. Uh, it can't be because of me. Mm-hmm. It cannot be because of me. Like, when I tell y'all I was in so much pain, it was so unbearable. Aww. I was crying before. Like, I was there since 9 o'clock. All my crew and team, everybody coming in, they don't even know where I'm at. I'm in the dressing room for a good four, five hours, crying, vomiting, like... It's your hat. I'm going to tell you. <laughs> but, like, I was so, 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 so sick. Um, but it was an amazing experience. And because, like, when you're dealing with ETV or just rescheduling... It's yeah, too many it's too factors much. involved yeah. to be yeah. like, mm-hmm. all right, Tiffany, sit. When can we do this Y'all again? Do this like, no, <laughs> work like that. And then the day was was uh, it was rainy that day. It was rainy and cold. Mm-hmm. Matter of fact, it was cold. it was May, the end of May, and it was rainy and cold. People still came. Like we started a little bit late, but it it was a phenomenal experience. And like when I look at the documentary and just the video, it's hard for me to even fathom that I got up there and did that whole show. Yeah. Like, it wasn't two songs. It was 10 songs. It was songs. like a bunch of songs. Well, literally 11 like, songs because one over song... Over an hour and an yes. hour 40 minutes. Oh, yeah, because I, I did a break. I did two different yeah. two different sets. Yeah. Like, we were there... 
Yes. Like, like Jordan's flu game. And then <laughs> one, song, one song, none of my um, musicians, singers ever heard in their life, I did it on the spot. And they picked me up during a live recording. No, I, was, I was when I was there. I was like, man, this is soulful. I wanted yeah, to cry. You, you, you were messing like, with things. And my, my mission with all of my art is to connect to mental health awareness. So mm. Mm. I made Pick sure up. I did it in May, which is mental health awareness month. Mm -hmm. Um, a lot of the music I chose to record live and some of the new music, they all kind of speak to our well-being mentally and emotionally. Mm -hmm. um, and then I released it in September, which is Suicide Prevention Month. So I was real intentional oh, wow. about when I was recording and releasing. But the day of the recording, y'all, literally, I left the venue after we cleaned up and I went to the hospital. I was in the hospital for four days. Yeah, when I saw that post, I was I was like, in the hospital four days. I went to the hospital the sick. same night. She did not look No, I'm, I watched the... I was in the hospital the same night for four days. I had an emergency surgery on that Monday, which was Memorial Day. Oh, it was Lord. supposed to be on Sunday, but nobody was there because of the holiday. holiday yep. Now, I was supposed to have the surgery on Thursday. I found out the week before the recording that I, they wanted to give me surgery the week before. Emergency. I went to the emergency room for pain, found out I needed to have my gallbladder removed. Okay? Makes sense. And I was like... I got like this live record next week. Is there anything I can do to postpone? Put I could not <laughs> eat anything with fat in it um, oh. at all that whole time waiting. Yeah. So I'm starving the whole week. Like the pain kind of, you know, went away for a little bit. But the night of the last rehearsal, which was Thursday, I started having pain again. It just would not go away. So I was like, I'm going to go to the emergency room, just get some morphine so I can get through rehearsal. Yo. Went to the emergency room. They doped me up, went to rehearsal, started feeling bad again. Friday came. Now, I did a... Friday was May 25th. I did a private screening of The Little Mermaid for my camp girls. Didn't I see The Little Mermaid? I went, but I was asleep the whole time because I could not stomach the pain the day before my live recording. I did not... I still didn't see the movie, but I was there. Cause I had a, a a movie screening for my girls. I got to show up, you know. Mm -hmm. So Saturday morning came. I'm like, yo, this is. So before the show even started, I was like, I'm going to the hospital after this because I can't take it anymore. You already knew. I can't wait till next Thursday mm -hmm. for surgery. Mm -hmm. So when I got admitted that night, um, they, you know, did the emergency surgery, but I couldn't get the surgeon that was supposed to do it because most of their surgeons were out for Memorial Day. So I had to get the surgery early and Wow. Yeah, Whoa. it's like even for me, like the person it was happening to, it when I look at it, like I get emotional because it's like it was supposed to happen. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I've you know what I mean? I I have to be in tune enough with God to know when to go and when to not. Yeah. And if I would have been like, we can't do this today, plus on top of that, I had got a grant from South Carolina Arts Commission. And I shouts was in the, the last, yeah, That's shouts cool. out to them because I actually got two grants on two different rolling cycles. Um, shouts out to them, but I got the last cycle of the last fiscal year. Mm -hmm. And oh, the projects had to be done it. by May 29th. Oh, yeah, that's happened to us before. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, even with that, even with renting a venue and having everybody scared, was like, I literally got five musicians, three background singers, four of those nine, you four of those dressed eight up people. You were dressed up and you had big, and you were singing. Four of those eight people came from Charlotte. Mm -hmm. Okay? 
dress my makeup artist came to the like we had stuff i had a production manager we had stuff like in line but i was just sick and i was like we gonna do this she you were in painting live oh yeah shout out to valencia goodwin yeah. she painted the show live and it is a beautiful portrait um shouts out to tj mackie my uh md and my very good friend like He's still, and my my video producer, Marquise Wallace, they were all just like, y'all, we're going to have a show today? Like, because they knew I was backstage. They like They was just like, they trying to see. Like, I didn't know happen? any of that, and I was on set. And I came out for sound check at like 1.30, and they was like, she out here for sound check. I'm going to tell y'all how I got a sound check. Shouts out to Andrea Butler. Okay, <laughs> Andrea gave me some CBD. Go ahead, CBD. I was having a panic attack, crying back there, and she was like, just put this up under your tongue. Gave me a CBD gummy. I knocked out for 15 minutes straight, woke up and walked out the sound check. No <laughs> lie. No lie. Ask, no, ask my cousin Zarya. Ask my crazy. cousin Zarya. You work well under pressure. Ask my cousin Zarya. I ain't got no excuse. I ain't got no excuse. 15 minutes and got up, walked out there for sound check. I didn't start hurting bad again until my second to last song. And I had to act by that time. I told my crowd what was going on during intermission. They didn't know, had no clue, sitting there the whole right. time. And I told them, and then a second to the last song, I was like, y'all need five minutes. I just need to sit down for a second. So that's for me. That shows I was in pain because I only got one more song to go and I need a break. Right. You know what right. I mean? I was like, I got, I need five minutes to sit down. But no, it was a, it was amazing. What I want to say and wrap, wrap this little piece up. The album came out September 13th. We premiered the docu concert as the album release at Spotlight Cinemas as a movie premiere. Mm -hmm. Um, and when it, the debut date, it reached number eight on the iTunes yeah. R&B charts. The Ooh. same day as the Diddy Love album. I wish all the stuff came out before that because he wouldn't have took my spot. I might have had number one. Well, he anyway. about to be removed. You're good. <laughs> anyway, he, he was number one that day because the albums came out the same day. But Soul Bird Sessions live for me um, is more than just music for me. So yeah, I yeah. anticipate making this a platform um, being able to, I want to host it, but being able to feature artists on this side, mine is kind of like a pilot. Mm -hmm. Feature artists, songwriters that make music for healing yes. and showcasing their original, you know, music mm -hmm. on this type of platform. So I don't know if it could be TV show style, but I really want it modeled after mine. So that's my, Shoot, my that far goal great. for Over Sessions Live. Man, that sounds really dope. You are phenomenal. Yeah. So yeah, the way you think, I phenomenally like powerful. And I think that might have been the first time I said this out loud. So good gosh, I'm gonna look at you right now. You're like an alien to me. I don't know what this is. <laughs> um, I, I will say this. Um, we're about to wrap up, but but, but before we do, I need you to give yourself some shameless plugs. Um, okay. We need to know. Of course, you were just explaining some of the projects you're working on, but um, explain those projects where people can find you specifically all your business ventures, et cetera, so that way our audience can make sure that they link up with you. Awesome sounds. First of all, thank y'all so much for no, thank you. the opportunity. I love chatting with people. Um, and I just think this is just a dope concept and idea. I love the evolution process yeah. of it. Yeah. Um, but I am Tiffany J. My website is IamTiffanyJ.com. I'm all over social media, everywhere at IamTiffanyJ, except Instagram. <laughs> Instagram, I am at super dope chick. Yep. And the reason why is because I had an underscore in, in my Instagram name for years. The girl that has my, I don't know why they won't take it from her. 
But she posts in like six years, only has four posts on this page. Whoa. And I got tired of contradicting myself by telling people don't put no space in my name. I got this underscore in my Instagram handle. Yep. So I was like, I'm just changing the super dope chick. Smart. Um, so that's the only one that's different. But Tiffany J everywhere. I am Tiffany J everywhere else. Um, for graphics, my business is TJ's Elements. I do media. I do creative directing for videos do. and all that kind of stuff. Uh, Super Beauty Incorporated. We would love to come to your events. We got books. We got puzzles. We got dolls. All kind of stuff for the kids. I am superbeauty.com. You will find Handsome Hero there as well. But he got a website, I am handsomehero.com. Hey. We really build on the I am in my mm -hmm. branding. I like that. Because I'm really big on affirmations and affirming. Yes. So the I am statements, I, I use those a lot. Um, other than that, music, Soul Bird Sessions Live, along with my other two albums, Evolving and Epiphany 325, my singles. All that stuff, uh, music videos. I got like 13, no, I think I 14 music videos. <laughs> Stop counting. Somewhere around there. Um, all of that's on YouTube, all your digital streaming stores. I know it's on title because I'm on uh, It's definitely on title. And Title actually has two different artist names for me. They're both Tiffany J, yeah, but they don't have them linked. And strange. I think it's because I used to be with TuneCore. And then this last album, I went with... Uh, uh, distro kid. Okay, that's and I'm thinking they just had different user IDs or something. Yep. But anyway, you can find me, Tiffany J No Space. Um, go get the music, go watch the documentary. I would love reviews. Um, it's coming to Tubi soon. Uh, nice. uh we got an IMDB page. So if you like it, go leave a review on that or something. Yeah. So yeah. Um I think that's about it. I'm I'm Google. <laughs> that's I'm it. Google just a few things. Google um, so just Google me, you know, you can find out what you need to know. If I'm Man. somewhere where y'all can come, I'll, I'll post about it. Man. Anybody <laughs> can help support you. Yeah, no, us seriously. Please Absolutely. And send us your music so we can put it on our playlist. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. And y'all did that before, and I really, right, really yeah. appreciate it. Um, yeah, that's how Back in February <laughs> when I released my last single, Sweet Love Song, um, which was something I was doing in preparation for the album. I wanted to just kind of put out something new. But y'all did use that song on one of y'all playlists, so I appreciate it. Yeah, if, if y'all are not already following our Spotify playlist, <laughs> that's Spotify check playlist. it out. Thanks, thanks, Skip. That Spotify playlist is wild. Y'all got to get it. Mm -hmm. And we try to it's keep it yeah. um, off the beaten path, path a little bit. Yes. You know, it's not mm -hmm. what you're getting from everybody else's playlist, but it's, it's dope and it's, it's indie. Yes, it is. It's indie in a good indie. way. Doesn't mean no negative with behind that. It's a good indie. Um, but just to wrap up for today, I do want to um, shout out Celeb Studio. Um, we're, we're actually filming today at Celeb Studios. Shout out to Chef Jay and her husband as well. Um, we're, we're located at 224 O'Neill Court. Uh, Suite 19 in Columbia, South Carolina, 29223. If you have some events, et cetera, that you want to do, please mm -hmm. come by um, and make sure that you uh, knock on that door, say hello, and introduce yourself to Chef Jay. Um, she it's a is dope space for doing whatever. Space, it, yeah. space. it really is. The set, um, this, yes. this set is nice. And can I shout her out, too? Please, I love you, please. Chef Jay. She was actually one of my uh, funders for yes, my crowdfunding campaign. I believe She that. came to my release, and she always has supported me. So I love you very much. Thank you so much for supporting me. Excellent. Well, with that being said, this is DJ and what? Tamaya. Mike. And our esteemed guest? I'm Tiffany J. No Space. Excellent. Thank you for joining us today on the Hilltop Glove Podcast. Everybody out there, be safe. Tell somebody next to them that you love them and you appreciate them. Till next time, peace. Peace, peace.